Welcome to the FishCast. We have a special guest on today, Fran Brown of Rutgers University. Coach Brown will talk about his coaching career, how it got to this point, and what the future holds for one of the bright stars of college football. Good evening and welcome to the FishCast. It's me, Corey Long, along with the uh, director of recruiting and scouting and talent for elite scouting services, Charles Fishbane. How you doing, Charles? I'm doing good, man. We got a good guest on today, and I'm excited about this one. Yeah, we got a wonderful guest. Uh, coach Fran Brown, currently the secondary coach at Rutgers University in his second season at Rutgers. Um, you know, started his career um, a long time ago. Actually came out of high school and went to Temple. Was at Temple University under Matt Rule. Uh, followed Matt to, uh, I think he followed Matt to Baylor, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now he's uh, he's back at Rutgers. I mean, they're building, they're always building something good at Rutgers with Greg Schiano around. You know, he's going to have some uh, great coaches. Um, you know, and he's, uh, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's great because, uh, you know, as we'll find out later, he's, uh, he's coaching for the home team now. So, uh, great to have you on, Fran. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Sorry to correct you, but I went to Western Carolina University. So I'm a catamount. Then from there, you know, I started my coaching career at Temple, but uh, I went to Western, and that's where Matt recruited me to play for him at, at Western Carolina. All right, wonderful. And I actually, I see that you were uh, you were all Southern Conference as a cornerback. Yeah, I could play a little bit back in at one time. Now, now I'm more just like a cover two corner in the oh. red zone. <laughs> hey, we all have our limitations now, you know. It's all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm more. I'm more like. I'm more like. I might do some. I might do one goal line snap for you these days. That's about what I can give you. I think. First down goal line snap. Then you gotta take me out. I'm with you, trust me. <laughs> well, coach. Getting started, um, you know, you, your, your, your college coaching career, you know, you were, you were at Temple, um, you were, you were under coach Steve Adazio when you got there, and then um, you, ended up, you ended up working with Matt Rule. Um, you know, tell us about coaching with uh, coach Adazio and Coach Rule, and, you know, especially with Coach Rule. I mean, could you tell when he got there that, you know, he was going to, that he was the real deal, that he was going to end up in the, in the NFL sooner than later? Yeah, you could always see that from when he recruited me. You know, that was the reason I went to play for him at uh, Western Carolina. I picked to play Division One AA over playing in the MAC. You know, so it was a it was a good deal of just seeing and trusting him. He has a special way with people, man. He's a good people person, so something that you could kind of see already. And uh, I enjoyed all the go out of all the guys I coached for that gave me an opportunity to get involved in college football. It was a blessing to be able to get on Steve Adavio's staff as player development and GA, and then. You know, Coach Rule came and uh, he continued to see what he saw in me when he recruited me and, you know, just helped develop me into a coach. And now I have the opportunity of, you know, working with Greg Schiano, who's, whose name just speaks for itself, man. And I'm just continuing to learn more and to develop more to, you know, get closer to what my long-term goals will be in this coaching profession. All right. Well, um, you end up going to, um, you know, you end up going to Baylor with Coach Rule. And uh, you're in up recruiting New Jersey for them. And, you know, you're in Waco, Texas. And you're recruiting, <laughs> you know, you're recruiting kids from 
you know, the Jersey area out to Baylor. Um, did, you know, is it, it's, it's a different culture out there. Did most of the players you were, you were recruiting even really know, they might have known of Baylor, obviously, but they know where Baylor was. They understand, like, where Waco was. You know, what, what did you do to convince kids to come out that way? Just honest. Once you get to know me and understand who I am, you'll know that everything I do is just about just giving you facts. You know, I believe that coaching, coaching to me is a results-based business. And the previous guys that I recruited before them, and they saw the success of those kids and the other guys that Coach Rule had recruited at Temple and other places were good. So you know, that's it was kind of it was kind of self-explanatory. It kind of sold itself of us just showing those guys the same plan that we had at other place we were at. You know, Coach, um, being at Baylor, now, you know, Temple, now Rutgers, it's given you some versatility as a, a coach as far as comes recruiting. How much of an impact has that had, uh, you know, as far as recruiting for you? I mean, it, it's, it's been fun, man. You know, I, I love to compete, you know, and the recruiting is what I, I would say most important thing when it comes to college football. So, you know, that's something that you have to be able to do nowadays if you want to be a full-time coach. If you want to be a coach period or work in the college profession, I think you should be able to recruit at some capacity. So, you know, just, you know, my upbringing and my background allows me to understand people, to be able to get along with people. And, you know, I, I, I love it, man. Just being in the Big Ten and being able to work under Greg Schiano and work with all the guys that are on our staff. I mean, it's fun. We kind of work to compete every day. You know, we follow the vertical alignment and the vision that our head football coach has set. And we just push it from there. You know, we go out and we get it. We compete at a, a rapid pace. You know, we're competing. Now, 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 Coach, you were originally from Camden, New Jersey. So, you're, you know, Rutgers is basically in your backyard. I mean, when you when you when you're growing up in that area, do you, do you ever think you know you're gonna come back and you're gonna coach at you know the state what what they call the State University of New Jersey? When when I mean, you never think that when you're growing up, unless that's your dream to get involved in coaching football. But once you start to coach football, you start to see it, you know, and you start to get it. But it doesn't really run to it as much. But me being younger and when I was still playing ball when Coach Chiano first got here you know, get the chance to see Coach Donnan and you go off to college and don't think about it. But as I was in coaching and Coach Yano came back and got the job, it kind of just started hitting you more. Like, I want to go home and help win the championship. I want to go home and help win the conference. I want to help my state now get this going. Never moved from here, still got my place here. So getting a chance now to be here and follow, just follow it, man. I, I believe like we got the best head coach in the country. You know, uh, uh, we got a real dude. You know, our coach is thorough. Like, he's just going to tell you, tell it like it is. And he's, he's honest, he's open, he's understanding. Just everything that's been going on in this world, he's been understanding of it from the social injustice to, I mean, just everything. Just teaching our kids what it is to be men. The football piece, you know that it comes because he's developing men. So, and he's not just developing men with the players. He's developing men with the coaches, you know, and showing them what it takes to be a big-time coach showing them what it takes to be successful and that it's okay to have bigger dreams and aspirations to show you how to go get it, you know, and that's, he come to work to grind, you know, everybody talk about I got that dog in me and you got that, our head coach dog, he got that grind in him and that's why I'm here and I'm happy to be home to follow such a, a fine head coach like Greg Chiano. 
I'm going to follow that up, Coach, with another question. You know, I got to meet Greg probably, it's probably been close to 15, 20 years ago. I met him at, uh, you know, at, on one of the sidelines and went to one of his camps at Suncoast High School, one of his uh, many satellite camps that he had. And the one thing is, I'll never forget, like Rutgers at that time was, he was showing video of Rutgers and they were terrible. And I remember, you know, him speaking to these players and talking about how they were going to play for a national title and he was going to make Rutgers a top program. And and you saw the passion. You saw how organized he was. You saw how he had a plan. And, and you know, I, I'll never forget, I brought a friend up with me to go watch him speak. And he never believed before he had heard Greg speak that they were, Rutgers was Rutgers. You know, people always heard about how they, had the potential, but they never got it done. And then that Thursday night came against um, Louisville. They beat uh, a top five program and everything he said happened. He, you know, that plan that he had put in place, what, you know, like that was that first time around. Now you guys come back and he's rebuilding the program again. What is it like now at Rutgers? I think it's Greg Shiano 2.0. You know what I mean? It's the same thing, but now he's going double, he doubling down. Like Greg Shiano, I would say to me, Greg Shiano will be sort of like a, you got to invest in it. You got to understand it. You got to know it. So if you're going to believe and you want something to work for you long-term, you got to go get it. Like I would look at Coach Shiano like uh, if you were going to an expensive car, he more so like the bands. You know, all these young guys and everybody want to go out and just grab up little chargers and challengers and they all look good. But if you want something fine that's going to run and you want a program that's going to last forever and something that's going to be here to stay, then you will, you will go, come in and you will buy that Greg Chiano vehicle, you know, which will be the bench. But if you just want to be a part of a team real fast and not really learn a lot and just come in and out every day just to play football and leave, then this wouldn't be the place for you because he's going to show you how to get closer to the man above. He's going to show you how to get a degree and get educated. He's going to teach you and the coaches how to be a family, how that it's okay to be vulnerable at times. Like, Coach Yano's just different. So I, I believe that now it, it's no like surprise that he's doing what he's doing. But, like, make no mistake about it, Coach Yano's not happy that we were we won three games last year. You know, you're three and six, so that's not who we are. Coach Yano, he's out to go get something different and telling us about it. And if – Anyone on our staff or that's around us that are, is happy about that, then you're not the right place. Like, I will say this is 2.0. Like, he's picking it up, Fish. If you know him, you seen you know, you knew him 15 years ago, and you see how it went. And then look at it now. You like in your brain, holy snap, he about to do it again. And I, I think now, and no disrespect to the guys he had before, but I think he truly understands some things because he went and became a head coach at other places. He got to work under great men. At other, uh, at other places also where he probably learned a lot more. And he's coming back with just something totally different. And I love his passion, man. I never got to work with him, but I love his passion. And I know I'm going to bust my butt extremely hard for him. And all the coaches on our staff are going to do the same thing. So, man, it's it's 2.0. That's what I'll tell you. It's a Benz, and it's a 600 series, and it's going to be 2.0. Actually, probably the 550. <laughs> 550, the big boy series, fully loaded, 2.0, Greg Ciano. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Coach, you, you mentioned, you talked a little bit about last season. It was, I mean, it was a crazy season. You had this, you had a global pandemic. 
you don't know if there's going to be a season. You didn't have a spring. You didn't have much of a summer. Um, the Big Ten was one of the last, you know, major conferences to decide whether they were going to play. You know, you had a weird schedule. But you guys come out. And, you know, this is a team that hadn't had very much success under the previous uh, regime. Come out of the gate and beat Michigan State in week one. Like, what was the preparation like? How were you able to get this thing together to the point of where, you know, you had you were able to field a competitive ball club that goes out and wins a road game right away? And we had the same issues everyone else had in the country. So, you know, when, it's, when they say you could play, let's go out and practice and play as hard as we can. When they said we can't, then we got to do what's best for the kids and try to, you know, still teach them to be men and just understand what's going on in the country. So certain times you don't football, but there's certain times that you're just showing them how to protect themselves and what we're going through, teaching them about social injustice, teaching them. I mean, it, it was so many things that were dealt with that we had to teach these young men besides just the game of football. But when it came to football and they said it was time to go, just go get it. You know, as, as you go as hard as you can until they say stop. And I know everyone is excited about it. Like, yeah, we did good the first game. But as I said to you, we won three out of six games. So, you know, I was ex I was happy three times. You know, the other times, I mean, it was six times that I felt really, really, really bad. And somewhere along the line, I felt like I let those kids down. And, you know, I know that's exactly how our head football coach feels about it. Like, we just, we're winners. So, you know, I think excuses satisfy the person that makes them. So I'm not about to sit up here and tell you that COVID messed us up a little. I'm going to just tell you that, you know, we didn't go out and do what we were meant to do when that clock hit the, all those zeros. Their score was bigger than ours. So we got to figure that out, how to make our score bigger than theirs every week. Now, I'm going to follow that question up that Corey just gave you. You know, you guys come out, the, we talked about it, the previous regime. I don't believe they won. I don't even know if they won a Big Ten game. How are you guys able to take that mindset of those kids that hadn't had success, hadn't won? How do you get rid of that? I hate to say loser mentality because that's what happens when you don't win much and change the psyche of players that are that you're basically taking over a lot of the same kids that were there under the previous regime. What did you guys do to get those kids focused to understand uh, that you guys can go out and win, that that, that losing isn't an option? I would say FTC, our culture, family, trust, chop. We just focus, mental, physical toughness, being able to persevere. What you did last year has nothing to do with right now. We focus on the moment. You know, we're able to chop the moment. If you've seen it from Coach Chiano, like, I would just say chop. Fam, you know, forget about me. I love you. Love is sacrifice, so we can't worry and do about all those other things. We sacrifice for each other. We trust each other. We try to do what we're supposed to do when we're supposed to do it. And just chop, you know, I think we, Coach Yano taught us all how to be a little more focused and mentally, physically tougher than our opponents at time. And just, and just the moment, you know, we just, we just chopped the moment. Uh, that's what really, really what we do and what we're about, just trying to chop the moment and trying to teach our guys to do that. Because our culture will not only help you be successful during that season or during that time last year with those guys that were, players that were already here when we came and bringing in new guys, but we're just teaching these guys how to do this so they can go and be successful in life, so they can go and be great men, you know? So just, I would say our culture, man, FTC is how Coach Chiano got that across because everybody believe it, you know? It's the culture. You guys, um, you know, 
you now have come off a of winter conditioning. Spring football is coming up uh, for you guys. I don't, I don't believe you guys have taken the field yet. Um, how does the team look coming off a of winter conditioning? Uh, and and what are, what are some expectations for 2021? Um, just to get tougher, better every day. Every single person on the team get one one percent better. And that means we get better, but uh, I would say our strength and conditioning coach, who we have, to me, by far the best in the country. I mean, he does an amazing job. You guys seen what he done when he was here with Coach Chiano the last time, and you know he's up at IMG and did a good job when he was there and with Tampa Bay, and now he's back. So when it comes to what we've done in there, I mean, I think that that speaks for itself. When you talk about Jay Butler, who is like the best, you know, point blank period. That's how I look at it. So you know, we've done a good job with the guys right now and then we'll see we're just going to continue to chop each day you know just try to focus on the day and the upcoming year chop that day just have fun man fish you know what this is you kind of know me see me out there we, we having fun we trying we compete so it's time for us to go compete you know trying to compete at everything there is that we can do in college football we're going to do it and we want to compete anything that they're going to do some type of ranking off of we want to go be the best right we're not doing this to be like 67th or 38th or you know what I mean? we're telling this to compete we want to be the best there's no, no question about that that like i said i've been around shiano and when the first time around and when he was talking about expectations and what they expected as a program and then it all came together you've seen it happen before so like what he says has meaning to it so i i've seen it firsthand and i've always been a, a supporter and a big fan of coach shiano and that you know Corey knows how I feel about the man as a coach and, and, and what he does as a program. You know, it's crazy. Everybody feel this way about him as a coach, but like, I think he's an even better father and husband and just a, like even better friend. So, you know, it's a lot of things. Hey, Coach Yano's hard, Coach Yano this, and Coach Yano's a good friend. You just got to know who Coach Yano is. Of course, he's passionate and aggressive on the football field because he want to win. Like, he's a, a man's man. But when it comes to like who he is as a father, a man of faith, and just a friend, like, man, excuse my friend, I won't say that, but like, yo, dude is really, really, really cool. Like, he is thorough. You know what I'm saying? He care about his people. So, like, that's what it is. If you like to work hard, that's the kind of guy you're going to want to be around. If you're going to go to war with somebody, I want to go to war with, you want to go to war with a guy with a slingshot, or you want to go to war with a natural killer? Yep. Uh, hey, I agree, man. You, you got my vote. <laughs> Coach. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm gonna say it for you. You get after it in recruiting. I mean, you are you are establishing yourself as one of the best in the nation. Uh, you, you talk about just being a competitor, competitive nature, loving to compete. Is that how you look at recruiting? Is that really what recruiting is like? It's like you know, I'm ready to go up against any school. Is it just that mentality is what makes you a great recruiter? Yeah, I think it was just my upbringing. It was my mother. Mother passed away yesterday. It was actually her birthday. So rest her, bless her soul. Rest in peace. Happy birthday to her. But I think it was like her hard work and me seeing her grind and work hard. You know, my mother had me at the age of 14. So just understanding there's no like losing. You can't accept that. It doesn't matter who you go against. There's no way to make excuses. And uh, I think that the way that I was raised and the way our head coach is, it's crazy. We're from different, like grew up different but the same mindset, you know, the same style. And like you said, yeah, I don't care who we got to go compete against to get a guy. If it's time to compete, let's go. It's only, see, I always look at it like this. There's two things that's going to happen. You'll get him or you won't. There's no in between. 
you're going to win the game or you're not going to win it. There's no in between. Like, they don't give you a, oh, you almost did it. I don't need a pat on the back. Either I did the job or I didn't do the job. There's no gray area in this, you know? And when people start to look at it with gray area, that's where you become unsuccessful and you start trying to make excuses for yourself or why or, well, that's this school. Well, they did that. I don't care who it is. They got a guy that picks up his phone to call that player the same way I pick up my phone to call the player. Now it's up to the player to start to see what's real and what's fake. And I think the guys that are coming, you know, with us that are here in our 21 class, I think they kind of saw who what was real. And you're going to get who you're supposed to get no matter where you're at. The players we're supposed to get, the players that are meant to come to our school, they're going to come because real recognizes real. Well, you know, I consider you one of the top young coaches in, in college football. I, I mean, I've been doing this like 15 years, and I think looking at coaches and their potential is very similar to, you know, me going out and scouting players. You either have it as a coach or you don't. And I think you're one of those guys that has it not only as a coach on the field, but also as a recruiter. And, you know, we all have um, goals in life. What you, you've moved up the rankings real quick. You know, is head coaching in your future? Yeah, I mean, I think if it wasn't, then I wouldn't like to compete, right? Right. But right now, what's in my future is to help Rutgers do everything we possibly can to win this year. Like for us to go out and win in the spring ball. Like, see, everyone worry about the whole season. I want to go win spring ball. And then once we get through spring ball, whatever Coach Fiano has on that agenda for us to do, I'm going to follow the heck out of that thing and get it going. I truly believe in the vertical alignment. And I think if you truly understand and believe in vertical alignment, all your dreams and aspirations are going to make themselves, they'll, they'll all come through. They'll just come to the front. But once you start thinking about all those other things and trying to handle all that, your feet aren't where they are. And then I wouldn't be chopping. I would be telling you I focus on chop, but then I wouldn't truly chop, you know? So that's kind of, you know, my mindset. Coach, when you look at each of the, you know, three head coaches you've been, you've worked under recently, uh, Coach Adazio, uh, Coach Rule, obviously Coach Chiano. I mean, if there's one thing you could take from each of them to keep with you when you, eventually run your own program, what would it be? What is the one thing from each of them you would just say, I, if I have to, I have to have just one thing, I got to have this? Um, let me see. What uh, Steve Adazio, I would say, uh, just the way he was as a family, man. You know, I really liked it. I looked at it, and he showed me a lot of doing that. You know, that way I thought he did a really good job as a family, man. You know, that was legit. Um... Matt Rule, just a winner, you know. We'll take the winner. Greg Schiano, a winner, organized, vertical alignment, understanding what who players are, life. I mean, just a lot, you know. And then when you go back to Matt Rule, just you know, the, the love that he showed out to me and my family was a good deal. So, you know, just that with, with Matt because that he recruited me and I played for him. So I get a different feeling when it comes to Coach Rule, but I think Shiano is like a, uh, from Shiano, I'm really learning the whole organizational piece overall. You know, I think he's a great organized man. He's a great leader. He understands a lot of stuff. So that means a lot, just sitting there watching it. And I'm, I'm just sponging up everything from Coach Shiano, just how he delegates stuff. You know, just understanding and seeing why guys do that. And he's able to teach me that. Oh, Coach. 
I, I'm gonna make a one last you know, statement here. You know, I, what's crazy is I met Matt Rule when he was basically an assistant coach at Temple. And I believe at the time, uh, Ryan Day was also, uh, I had met Ryan Day maybe a few years earlier. So it's kind of crazy. Your, your ascension in coaching is kind of similar to those two. So that's why I said with the whole head coaching thing, I think your future looks bright and, you know, I wish you nothing but the best and, you know, whatever I could do to help you out, you know, I'm going to help you out. And, and uh, we've built up a really good relationship. I really appreciate you coming on this podcast and uh, hopefully we could get you back on and maybe after spring ball, once everything settles down, but, um, and, and hopefully they have the football camps because, you know, I, I went to every single summer camp Greg had when he was the head coach at Rutgers and uh, I miss going up there. I mean, Jersey's a lot of fun, and uh, I, I can't wait to get back up there. Yeah, I think it would be cool. And like you said, with the head coach and stuff, I believe that I'm at the right place to be developed to be a head football coach. I'm at the right place to be developed to be a coordinator. So all those things are happen, and I hope to see you fish at, up at all our camps. I mean, it's always a pleasure to run across seeing you in Florida. I mean, it's, it's fun. I mean, you... You helped me so much over the years, and I truly appreciate the friendship and you just being open to me, man, and accepting me. I, I, I truly appreciate that, man. I, I think it, we need more fishers out here in the world, to be honest. Uh, there's some people that would disagree with you on that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, hey, look, man, our friendship's a great one. And, uh, listen, uh, you know what? It's all about, you know, trust and, 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 and respect, and that's it. And I've always respected you as a coach. And like I said, I wish you nothing but the best. Corey, you got any th last words, man? You know, man, I'm, I'm I'm sold. Much like when I first met Coach Shiano back in 2006 at Middleton High School at a camp, you know, and he speaks afterwards, and I was like, man, I'm sold. I'm sold on this guy. I'm sold on you too, Coach. And uh, I, I wish you a lot of success this season and in the future. And I, I know we're going to be hearing a ton from you, so I'm happy we were able to get you on the podcast now before, you know, you become – before you just really blow up. And I'm a, I appreciate that. I appreciate those kind words. And just as well as you sold on me, I'm sold on you just from listening to you. And then also seeing how big you are on here. I ain't got no choice to be sold when I'm around you. So, you know, <laughs> hey, you hey, between him and Todrick, I got my bases covered, man. Nobody's fucking okay. fish. Uh, well, I appreciate everything, guys. I'm going to get back in here to dinner with my wife. And uh, actually, I'm with Coach Underwood, too. So it's a good uh, deal, man. Oh, Coach you got to. Hey, you got Tyquan Underwood with you, man. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I never got to meet him in person. I I probably hugged him after the Louisville game when they beat Louisville on that Thursday night. <laughs> I hugged everybody on the sideline. But uh, yeah. I, I'll get a chance to meet him one of these days. So. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 eating with his wife right now and won't be bothered. But you guys got to get him on there at some point. You know, oh, make sure. Yeah. One last thing that we do. Yeah, we'll have Coach Underwood come on. One last thing we like to do with our guests. How can, you know, fans or football, you know, like recruits follow you on social media? What are your social media handles? Uh, hold on. I think I'm at RU Coach Fran. I don't really know my Twitter. Hold on real quick. <laughs> I stumped you at the Oh, yeah. Question. At RU Coach Fran. At RU Coach Fran. All right. Well, there and you go. Yep. Make sure y'all see what's going on down there. 
make sure you follow my man Underwood too. So get them on oh, side. Hey, get I, all, hey, get hey. them on our whole staff though. You know, it's important that you guys understand and know who our entire staff is. It's gonna be legit. There's hey, anytime you give Coach Underwood my number and I'll take care of him. I'm gonna I make sure I put y'all on the group chat so that way we all talk. But listen, y'all know how it is being married. My wife just gave me the eye. Uh, she told me that you told me 20 minutes and it's past my time. So. Uh, all right, man. You're, we'll, we'll get back to you, man. Hey, take it easy. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe. God bless you. Thank you. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.